Welcome back to the Snowboarding Podcast. This is your host, Gordavan. Today's episode got one of the top Arctic Cat racing teams racing on the National Snowcross Circuit, Christian Brothers Racing. Uh, Christian Brothers uh, Racing uh, was uh, competing at uh, the uh, the recent uh, Kitchener uh, Snowcross race uh, up in Canada. And uh, this uh, race was uh, pretty important because it is uh, close to the home base of one of their uh, primary sponsors, uh, Royal Distributing. It's one of their sponsors, uh, and uh, I was lucky to uh, to uh, catch up with these guys uh, at the end of the event, literally minutes after uh, Dave Jonas won the uh, Pro Open race. Logan was second, Ian Hayden third, and um, got uh, got a chance to talk to the whole team. And uh, on on the team uh, up this weekend, uh, traveling to Canada is uh, Ethan Hansen, who is uh, uh, Dave Jonas's mechanic, and uh, Betsy Halderson, who is the chief mechanic for uh, Logan Christensen. And uh, happy to uh, have uh, John Mockery. You know, I've known John Mockery for several years. He's been a huge supporter of snowcross and uh, and racing for for racing for years. And uh, lucky to have him uh, sit in with us and, and talk about his involvement in the in snowcross and. Uh, his his input and and what's uh, and what he's going what's going on with uh, with Royal Distributing, uh, uh, they've expanded into the uh, into the national circuit in the states uh, in a huge presence with a, a top uh, Articat team. So uh, we'll hear hear from uh, hear from John and um, so uh, I want to remind everybody um, this is our coming up on our first anniversary of the Snowboom Podcast and I've had a blast doing it and I look forward to uh, continue doing it and. Uh, uh, just want to remind everybody: uh, all the uh, past episodes are on uh, the Snowmobiling Podcast Facebook page. You can search us on iTunes, and um, also on SoundCloud. And all the uh, prior episodes are all on there. You can stream them or download them to your device. Very easy to do. If you have any questions, uh, comments, please uh, send them to me at uh, snowmobilingpodcast at gmail dot com. I love hearing uh, the comments about the uh, about the uh, the podcast. Uh, any, any anybody uh, that you would think uh, would be interesting to listen to, and uh, any uh, any racers uh, uh, that you thought uh, might be interesting, and believe me, I have a I have a huge list of, uh, of racers. So, uh, any other racers that are out there that are currently racing or have uh, have retired, your name is likely on my list. So uh, don't don't panic if I haven't got to you. It's uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty busy time, and. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure I'll get to you. But uh, we've had uh, uh, to- the top guys. I mean, Yvonne de Hommel, uh, Jacques Villeneuve, uh, uh, Levi Lavalley, all, all these guys, and um, on on the podcast. So search through the uh, the archives, check it out, and uh, and see what you think. Uh, there's some there's some great interviews in there. So, like I say on this episode, we got the Christian Brothers racing, and um, it's, it's a short one. Dave had to run away uh, to uh, to uh, pick up his hardware and his check uh, from the CSRA, and uh, Dave will be uh, racing at the Horseshoe Valley. Uh, one more event coming up uh, April 11th and 12th uh, in uh, Horseshoe Valley, Ontario, and uh, Logan is uh, heading back uh, with the with the team semi to uh, their home base in uh, Minnesota. So uh, it's great to see Logan and the, and the team up here. Uh, it was uh, fantastic. So. Here we are with uh, our episode with the Christian Brothers Racing, Articat uh, Racing Team out of Minnesota. Okay, we're sitting in the uh, Christian Brothers uh, Racing trailer here, and we've got the whole team together. And we're going to talk about the uh, the history of the Christian Brothers Racing Team. And we've, uh, like I say, I'm going to go around the table here. I want to get everybody to introduce themselves and their uh, their job in, uh, with, the, with the Christian Brothers Racing Team. So I'm going to start with you. 
Betsy Halderson, mechanic, 43, Logan Christian. Dave Jonas, uh, pro snowcross racer for Christian Brothers. Logan Christian, 43, uh, racer. Ethan Hansen, Dave Jonas's mechanic. John Mockery, uh, World Distributing sponsor. Okay, yeah. Uh, We've got a lot, a lot to talk about in a very short time here because, uh, Dave, you just won the, uh, the Pro Open Final here. Logan, second place. Nice. You're, 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 you're charging at the end there. Yeah. So it was looking pretty good. Uh, first of all, welcome, welcome up to Canada to, to our race. I guess Dave will see you in uh, Horseshoe. Mm -hmm. Logan, you're going back to, for a nice yeah. rest, I guess. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's recap the, the, the year with, uh, with you guys. Um, good year um, on uh, racing the Articats. Uh, tough competition. Uh, Logan, let's start with you. Um, how'd, you how'd your year go? How'd you, how'd you finish up? It went good. I ended up with three podiums, uh, 11 top fives, and then um, coming up to Canada here, I got uh, two podiums both days. So up in Canada, my percentage on the podium is pretty good. So it's been a really good year. Betsy had my sled ripping all year, and the Articats are working good. I can't thank the team enough. Yeah. So uh, your wins this year, what, uh, where'd you have your, or your podiums? Sorry. Um, Chicago, New York, and... Here. Oh, you got your plaques. <laughs> you got your plaques right behind you here. Nice. Yeah, yeah you got a third pro open in uh, third, Michigan. Third, Michigan. Third Michigan. Nice. Oh, Chicago, yeah. Michigan, and New York. Great. And um, okay, so Logan, talk to us about the, the Christian Brothers Racing Team. When did it? When did it start? And uh, who's who's involved in, in the, the whole team? Um, well, it's my dad and my uncle that started the team roughly twelve years ago, and um, my dad and my uncle are the owners. They run all their businesses together. And then you never see my uncle Stuart. He's got to run the business when Dad's gone. But then with our uh, team, it's Betsy and Ethan, uh, our truck driver Brian Russ. We got DJ Eckery and Mike Carver working at all the ISOC races with us. Um, obviously Dave and myself. And then we have our like uh, truck mechanics Troy Tadish and uh, all those guys back home working on the trucks during the week and keeping them all up to date. So it's uh, a lot more than what you see at the track back home too to help us get here. So uh, back home, you obviously have some marketing people and and uh, more mechanics, and uh, who, who's like if you want, you please uh, name name their names and uh, and give give them some cred for. Yeah, well, I guess I kind of named most everyone. Um, the one person I did miss would be our photographer Alyssa, who uh, takes care of all of our photographers, our uh, our uh, press releases, and all that stuff that goes smart to select. the spot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so. And, and then, uh, um, yeah, and then I guess we got our whole other cross-country team, I forgot about too, with uh, Hector and Burbs, uh, Corey Burbrick and Brian Olson, and then uh, Zach Kerfendahl, who did really good in this cross-country year, and Brian Trout, who uh, both did solid in their seasons as well. Yeah, yeah. Where are you based out of? Uh, Fertile, Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, Dave, um, I mean, you're, you're no stranger to the CSRA. I've known you since you were a little junior, but uh, really nice seeing you doing well on the Ice Sox circuit. Uh, talk to us about your, uh, your season this year. Uh, my season was up and down, had some good rides, had some not so good rides, but uh, I learned a lot and, um, you know, worked well with the team, I think, throughout the ups and most importantly the downs. And, uh, you know, we were able to fight back from uh, from an off weekend and uh, <clears throat> come back strong. So, uh, yeah, it was a good year, learned a lot and looking to improve for next year. Nice. So, I mean, the season's over, the Ice Sox series. You're, you're just kind of wrapping up the season here in, in Canada. I mean, um, it, it was pretty obvious that Tucker did quite well this year. What do you got to do to beat him? Um, you, you, you obviously have so you, you 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 go through this in your mind. Obviously, <laughs> what what do you have to do to you think to beat him? For sure. Um, I mean, I think it's in everybody's mind uh, thinking about how to beat Tucker. But uh, for me, right now, I need to focus on beating everybody else, um, and then 
once we reach that stage, maybe try and focus more on Tucker. But um, I think if you focus your energy maybe on somebody too long, it could end up hurting you. But, I mean, uh, we're just going to keep doing our program to the best that we can. And, uh, you know, our team works well together, so we're just going to keep on improving. And, uh, you know, if I look back at when I started for this team two years ago and to where I am now, we've, we've made some huge improvements. So, I mean, if we can just keep going in that direction, uh, I think it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I surprised uh, when I seen you last year, uh, the start of the season. You went off, you you, you started off really well, right mm -hmm. right away, uh, working with the team. And obviously, the, the cats are doing well for you. Mm -hmm. for <laughs> so sure. uh, sure. let, let's let's talk about your sponsors, uh, guys. Um, uh, David, let's talk about your sponsors first, and then uh, Logan will get the, your sponsors. Yeah, we ha we have a great group of people behind us for sure. Uh, you know, most important, uh, the two most important, I would say, would be Christian Brothers and Royal Distributing. Uh, they're just. Um, two great companies uh, who work really well together and they're, uh, they kind of both have the same goal in mind, you know, uh, whatever it takes to, to keep everybody happy and, uh, you know, a happy team is a winning team in my eyes and, uh, you know, you just keep everybody on their, on their toes and give them what they need and, uh, you know, they've been more than, more than generous in that sense. So, can't really ask for much more, I, I would say, as far as sled-wise and team-wise. So, um, you know, I'm pumped and Articat and Drift and Troy Lee Designs and, you know, we've just kind of got all of our great, all the great gear and, uh, you know, stud boy and all that. So we have all the, all the right tools to, uh, to make it happen. So it's awesome. Yeah. And Logan? Yeah, I'll just list off all the other ones. Um, I mean, like he said, Royal Articat are our biggest uh, sponsors. I got to thank Doc360, um, stud boy, virus, uh, gear for when we're underneath our gear, we wear that stuff and it works awesome. Tech Fest, keeping us uh, safe. Evolved as Evolved SX through our trainer, um, APV oils, Liat neck braces, Fox shocks. Uh, they've been having our sleds working really good. Speedworks, so our sleds have been rocketing off the start. So, um, Hayes brakes, um, Soy Green, Oakley, Troy Lee Designs, Gamma Aviation, Camoplast. Everybody that's been helping us has been awesome, and it's been working really good. Well, one thing that a lot of people don't know is you guys train really hard, and you and you mentioned uh, Evolved Nutrition, or that, that's uh, Drew Robertson. Uh, what does what the program involve with you guys? Are, 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 do you train all year? Uh, do, do you go through a base training and then ramp it up? You know, just before the season. What's what's kind of a, 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 a basic training regime that you guys go through? Both of yeah, let's, let's, yeah. yeah, you. I mean, you're, you're both on the same program, I suspect. Yeah, yeah ours will start uh, pretty much right away on Monday. Mine will. I mean, Dave's racing Barry, so his will be a little different because he's got one more race. But I'll start right up uh, Monday getting ready for next season. And it'll be all summer long training in the gym and riding motocross. So I'll be talking to Drew a lot this summer and getting ready for next year. And talk to him, go through what I think we needed to work on from this year and get ready for next year. Yeah, so you... you you obviously do a lot of weight training, uh, cardio, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, do you do any, like, uh, uh, I know the top cycling athletes and, and run out, do they do blood testing and stuff like that? Do you do, do, you do, do lactic testing or anything like that? No, or no, you don't, not you're not, that you're much stuff, no. You're not involved in that? No. Um, Nutrition-wise, I mean, you guys obviously have to, you know, eat properly and, mm -hmm. and, you know, eat well and, you know, take care of yourselves. I, I think a lot of people that see you on the track, they don't realize what athletes you guys are. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, does does Drew like write up a program for you, like uh, nutrition and weight training, or, or? I think it I think it depends on what level you are with your training and how many years you've been doing it. I think if you're more so getting started in it, I mean he'll 
in a, in a way more babysit you as far as nutrition and 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 that like myself well Logan's been working with Drew for longer than I have but I've I think I'm going on my sixth year now so it's kind of the nutrition and that you learn year after year and then work I'm I'm kind of at the point where he doesn't tell me every single thing to eat but you know what to stay away from and you know what to, I like I think with the traveling and that it's hard to always eat a specific thing you just have to know kind of you know what meals you can order or whatever so it's just a balance I guess yeah um okay let's, let's talk about some of the races uh um x games this year uh you both competed in that how I mean uh tough tough competition there talk about the, that, that race in particular I mean I mean everybody knows the x games mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean it's the x games is the olympics of our sport for sure it's the biggest uh biggest event that you can attend on a snowmobile um and uh yeah it was it's always tough competition when you're racing uh in the in the u.s so it's uh it was tough the qualifying was a little different this year so that made it extra tough uh, you just had one race and if you made it you made it if not you didn't so and uh <clears throat> yeah we made it in and i ended up seven so i'm pretty happy with that could could improve a lot on it for sure so it's uh just looking forward to it betsy i'm gonna get your uh your take on on next games because that's a whole different animal isn't it yeah next games is is tough it's a different beast for sure we go out there uh out there early to try to test and and get the sleds dialed and stuff like that and it's there's a lot of hype behind it because it is such a big event and with the tv and everything else so it's you got to kind of put yourself on a mellow yourself out to, to not get involved in all the hype of it and whatever and, and it's it's difficult because like I said with the elevation and, and the stuff on the sleds and, and everybody's so amped up about it and it's great for the sponsors and, and that television time and stuff so it's it can kind of get you a little bit rattled but um, uh, it's just like any other race you got to just kind of try to stay focused and go out there and, and do what you can yeah, I, I'm sure that race, guys. You you, you want to get a start there because that's it's so important. I mean, do, do you try to f- maybe focus a little bit more on the starts and you know just, I mean, that, that's you got to get out front. Yeah, it's it, but it's it's kind of the same with with any race. I mean, the the more times you can be out front, the the better off you are. So it's like I said, we go out there early and spend the extra time to to dial things in, um, particularly for that and and. Um, just do the best we can and and just try to have everything ready whether it be the start the guys the the rest of the equipment whatever but yeah it's the starts are very important and and uh you got to finish too so it's you know it's kind of a uh common ground you have to find in in what works and and just because you can get a start doesn't mean that it can be you know have have some drivability too so it's it's, you just got to find that common ground and what works. Yeah. So you've been, you yeah, you, you've been a mechanic for several years now that I know of. Uh, where, where, where did you get your beginning from? Um, I actually went to school through a small engine program and then got hired on to Articat um, and worked in the service department up there for a while. And Matt Pachet, who used to ride uh, snowcross, was my cousin. So he called up one day and was interested in getting started in, into racing and asked if I would help him. And so we started off uh, just doing some regionals, and then he, he got to be quite quite talented at it and, and just kept on with him. Eventually got picked up through uh, or by Dwight and Stewart and Christian Brothers Racing, and, and uh, so that's how I got started with the team, and I've just been with them ever since. Yeah, and how, how do you enjoy the traveling? Like, uh, it's it's got to be pretty hectic, and now you're at the end of the year, you must be just, like, ready to... <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it gets to be tough being away from home. I mean, we, we put in some pretty long poles, and, and it's a lot of hours uh, in the shop, and 
and you but you got to be dedicated to, to what you're doing you know I mean we, we put in the hours because we want to do the best that we can and and put forth the best product that we can and, and the team 100% all the guys are, are completely dedicated to doing that and, and it just speaks volumes for you know how well things go for us and, and it's just the effort that everybody puts in it, it just, it may, and it makes it fun fun to be around everybody because we're all you know looking for the same thing and focused on the same goals. So, so once once you get your uh, your sleds from from Articat uh uh, probably uh, what's 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 the basic process? Uh, I mean, you you just tear them down and, and you know basically remanufacture them for yeah, for, for yeah, the it, two riders. It pretty much goes down to nuts and bolts, the, the, all the way down to the entire chassis. You know, we we put um, some different parts on them and and uh, fabricate quite a few different things for the sleds and and so it you get it in the crate and you take it down to nothing and, and build it back to to what we need. So it's complete tear down and and even the stuff during the week. I mean, we strip down pretty hard and. and through everything just to make sure that they have the best equipment they can be on. So. Yeah, so um, you, you, you're obviously getting some feedback from Articat too. Um, do they update you pretty regularly on, on updates that they, they should be doing? Um, is it for The guys at up? CAT are, are pretty good to deal with. You know, they're they're at most of the races, whether it be uh, Roger Skyme or Mike Coletti, the race director, or Brian Dick, one of the engineers. Um, those guys are around quite often, and, and we hap happen to be located close to the factory itself so it's it's pretty nice to be able to have that um be that close vicinity with them where you can go up there and chat with those guys and and uh it's definitely important to to keep the information lines open so that you can be on top of of what's new and next and and coming out and everything so that you can you know be on the forefront of, of where you need to be so yeah Okay, where'd, uh, where'd John go? Come on, John, we got to get your two cents in here. Well, I just get the coat on. Sorry. <laughs> Sweat to death. John Mockery from uh, Royal Distributing. Uh, John, you've, you, you stepped it up pretty big with uh, with this racing team. Um, what, what was the what was the the reason behind that? I mean, you've got a super successful uh, business here in Canada. Are, are you, you know, you're expanding in the States, you know, sponsoring a big race team. You know, what, what uh, you know, you, you, you love racing. Can you talk to about your involvement? Well, you know, Number one reason is to get Dave forward from where he was in Canada. Um, you know, we were in the States uh, racing pro light and uh, we needed to go to the next stage. And I uh, got, uh, got in talks with Dwight Christian and uh, put the game together and uh, kept Dave in the game. And, and I can't be uh, more proud of this whole team because uh, basically from the mechanical end of it and everything you do, uh, very professional. and very flawless. Uh, I hate to say it, it's just a step uh, ahead of what we do here in Canada by far where we couldn't duplicate what we had in Canada to take a team to the States. We had to get Dave on a team that was already established. And, uh, I uh, couldn't be more prouder of the Christian Brothers team and, and everybody that's involved with it. And, uh, and uh, I, I hope Dave and Logan uh, the next two, three years, just keep moving ahead and get to the front. Uh, front is uh, probably in the top ten, really, but uh, number one uh, is number one, and second sucks, as they say. What are you looking at uh, at, at getting out of, of, of racing in the, uh, the ice sock circuit and, uh, I guess, uh, also the cross-country circuit, too? Well, you know, we're, we're, we're mainly uh, in the ice sock. Uh, uh, but, you know, with them racing everywhere, uh, you know, it kind of makes us uh, sound bigger than we really are. Uh, you know, we do have uh, 
a sponsorship, but uh, they're, they're carrying the big load, let me tell you that. Uh, no kidding there. I think the big thing for Royal is that, uh, you know, it's more worldly coming into the States. Uh, we probably have more people watching, uh, you know, on live stream than we could ever get in Canada at local races. You know, you know what the crowds are like, and we have no TV here. And uh, the benefit, just general benefit, that comes back into Canada is, uh, is large, and that's our biggest reason is uh, uh, even though it's American racing, uh, uh, thousands of Canadians watch it. Yeah, have you noticed uh, uh, you know uh, people inquiring from the from the states and I guess globally, uh, you know about about Royal? Yeah, somewhat. Uh, you know, for us even to uh, expand to the states, we'd have to open up warehousing. Uh, just a lovely border; it uh, slows everything down, costs a lot of money for per shipment. Uh, it's not; it doesn't work that well the way things are set up. So uh, we're mainly still selling in Canada, but uh, uh, you know the. U.S. market uh, is something. Uh, if I was a lot younger, I'd take a harder look at. But I'm uh, ready to retire, not to expand. <laughs> That's great. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got another mechanic here. Uh, uh, talk to us about. Uh, I mean, your uh, your uh, role this year with uh, with Logan. Uh, I'm uh, Dave's mechanic. Okay. But uh, I had Garth Kaufman for a couple years with Betsy. And uh, when he retired, we ended up picking up Dave through Royal and started out with Dave as his rookie year, and we had some pretty good success, and we've just uh, been trying to maintain that and build off of it every week. It's been going well so far. Happy to have him. Yeah, you had a pretty flawless year with uh, with your sleds. I mean, a uh, little, little uh, problems early in the year, didn't you? You had something happen with the belt or something like that? or uh, No, not did, this year. We had one chain. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, blew a okay, chain so. in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, you had a pretty pretty good year. Yeah, pretty solid. Uh, Betsy and I try to run as tight of a program as we can, and definitely have our hands full keeping these two guys on going full speed. But I mean, we do the best we can with what we have, and try to keep it uh, as flawless as possible. How many sleds do you have? Logan, have you done inventory? <laughs> yeah. These guys, uh, they have a practice, a full practice mod, and then we have three race chassis that we maintain as well and try to rotate to keep everything fresh. I guess that might be part of the consistency deal, keeping fresh equipment all the time, but having four sleds during the week is definitely a, a handful. Yeah. Okay, boys, uh, what, what do you think of... Um, we, we we had a bad year this year with snow snow conditions. It looked by from the live streaming that I've seen that some of the tracks were pretty pretty small and, and you know minimal snow. Frustrating. I mean, uh, for racing wise. I mean, for for me, I think um, the track is kind of always the same for everyone. I mean, a, a tight track is it can suck just because you you run into you're always close to somebody no matter what. Where a longer track like we had here today, you can space out a bit more and more like the you know the the people that your ability to ride with you know the, that are the same speed as you you stay with and then the others kind of separate you know but um yeah there were some tight tracks but uh, i think for the most part i was pretty happy with them yeah logan yeah i mean with the uh, being a little warmer and not getting too much snow back around home they uh, still were able to put on good tracks with a lot of the man-made snow and stuff and even here in Kitchener, it surprised me coming from home. We didn't have much, and they had a good turnout here. We got to the dirt in a little couple spots, but 
No, I've been, uh, I can't complain about tracks at all. As long as I'm on my sled, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, you had the throughout snowmobile racing right now we're seeing low entries everywhere um it, it looks it looks like in the, in the pro open class there's you know the, the entries are, are, are pretty low any you guys got any, any ideas any solutions uh, that, that you might be able to uh <laughs> to tackle i mean low you're shaking your head i mean it's it's tough isn't it i mean it, it is we uh i've been fortunate enough my dad had a good business so it's been uh we've been able to keep going at racing but i understand with a lot of people it's expensive and it's tough to travel. I mean, I can't thank all three of these, Betsy, Ethan, and Brian, enough for what they do for us to uh, get stay away from home for so long. Not many people will uh, put that type of work and type of time in. So it, we're so fortunate to have these guys. And like I said, with my dad and with uh, John and Royal, it, the money factor is huge with this sport, and it really helps have those guys backing us. Um, that and with, like you said, the pro entries were down, and we had a lot of injuries too, injuries cost money and they take time out and people get scared of future injuries so it's kind of just a mixture of a little bit of everything i guess uh, what about the, the, the class structure you guys like it the, the you know the full-on pro pro sleds uh you, you see any maybe tweaks that betsy you can chime in here do, do you, you see any ideas that might maybe bring some more entries in it's really tough i mean like logan touched on the the money factor and and stuff but when you you get to the level that we're at and racing is expensive you know that's just what it all comes down to so they have kind of gone to um, like uh, standardized motor packages and, and things like that to to help reduce the cost of some stuff but um, like I said racing is racing and, and fortunately we we have the backing and, and the sponsorship to, to be able to do it um, that a lot of people don't but it just it, it takes time it takes money it takes the effort to, to be where we're at and and as far as a solution to make it feasible for everybody, you know, I mean, it's it's the same with car racing or or dirt bikes or whatever it is. It it, it does take some money and the effort, and and when you find a, a group of people that you you can latch on to and, and support you, that then it's like I said, or like Logan said, you feel very fortunate to be able to be one of those those few people. And and I think we've got some some good uh, numbers coming up. You know, I mean the. As far as from the pro light to the pro class, so that'll that'll help increase numbers. But as far as general general numbers, you know, all around they're down, and and I just don't have an answer to yeah. So what's going to fix that? But pro light looked really strong this year. Mm -hmm, for so, sure, I mean, yeah. there was there was really and you see a lot of guys moving up too, and I think that's nice to see. I mean, moving up to pro is, is nothing easy for sure in any circuit you are. Um, but I mean, you see a lot of them stepping up, and that's just what you got to do. You just got to step up and dive in there and. See what happens. Yeah, Logan, you're impressed. You, I mean, you you like you, do you like the, the like the full on pro system, or, or, or you maybe maybe relax some rules to maybe make it more affordable, or you you, you do you like the the pro light pro what, you know wide I open pro? I think it's good. You know, it, um, I think the juniors. I guess I haven't spent a few years since I've been down there, but I think you gotta separate the semi-pros from everyone else in the pro open from the semi-pros because it's just when you get to that stage it's more of a talent factor and having people behind you to get your sleds ready and it's more precise so I think it is good that they split it up and kind of make pro open the bigger deal and then semi-pro the second bigger deal and then they kind of have the rest of the classes because it gives gives those younger kids something to work towards rather than thinking it's okay to be a novice their whole life they can move up want to move up to semi-pro want to win 
want to move up to pro open because they see what the pro open guys are doing and what they're getting and they think it uh, I think it makes it cool when they keep it separate and keep the kind of spotlight on one class and makes people want to work towards it and get there yeah um, big resurgence in cross-country racing now any of you guys uh, desire to, to give it a try he does quite a bit of it, or maybe not as much this year as he did last year, but uh, I've never tried it, so I don't know, maybe something I have to look into. Yeah, well, well <laughs> and, and that, that reminds me, your mom, let's, let, let's talk about your mother here, she's, yeah. she's planning a big race next year, she's uh, planning on entering Kane's Quest. Yeah, there, uh, there, there's some talk about it, I mean, I don't think that it's signed and sealed quite yet, but uh, I think the girls are just uh, getting some riding in right now, and uh, kind of seeing where they're at, I think that... Um, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. I think that there's just um, I think there's a lot more to go into something like that than maybe anticipated. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're willing to work your butt off to uh, make something like that happen, it's definitely possible. Yeah, and Logan, you 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 did a couple cross country races this year. Yep, yep. Yeah. I've, the last few three four years, I've done a, cro a couple cross country races here and there when we have off weekends and. They're a lot of fun, but uh, those guys are fast too. They uh, they definitely work their butts off. And this, if we're good at snowcross, doesn't mean you're going to be good there. Uh, my, like I said, our teammate Zach Erfindahl that does that, he's uh, really good at it. He's won the championships this year, and they uh, definitely put their time in. And it's definitely uh, a gnarly thing to do, but it's fun too. Yeah. It gives you a little bit more of a kind broad of a circle kind of, of snowmobile racing. Yeah, kind of a setback. The I-500 got canned this year. Yeah. Canned this year. I was looking forward to seeing that because yeah. that's. Uh, that was the premier cross-country race, and uh, I mean, seeing that come back to the original route would have been really nice, and the manufacturer would have jumped right on it. So, I think we we, we got everybody ha handled here. I want to really appreciate talking to you guys. Um, Dave, we'll see you, you at Horseshoe Valley. Uh, Logan, good luck uh, this uh, ne next year. Work hard, and uh, let's uh, let's go let's go uh, go after that guy. Will do. <laughs> Betsy, thanks yeah, a lot. Really you. appreciate it. Yep. I want to thank the Christian Brothers uh, Racing Team for uh, for this interview. And uh, say good luck, Dave. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you got to get to the podium. That's right. All right. Thanks <laughs> Thank a lot. You. And this concludes this episode of the Snowboard Podcast. I want to thank the Christian Brothers Racing Team, Logan Christian, Betsy, Ethan, John Mockery. For this is uh, a great interview. Nice, uh, nice and short, but uh, it was uh, it was it was really nice talking to these guys. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, Dave come out to Horseshoe Valley. And um, Battle, battle against the uh, the top teams in Canada. So this concludes this episode of Snowbling Podcast. This is your host, Gordon Van. We'll talk to you soon.